0: Hello, hello, and welcome to Here We Are Today. This is Betsy, and this is the Here We Are Today podcast. The almost daily or every other daily uh, podcast about the joys and the challenges of the human experience from my life experience and my experience of coaching and working with hundreds of people. And I would call this show experimental. It's a it's a very... um It's got a lot of shows for being experimental, right? It's an ongoing personal, creative, but mainly service-oriented project where my hopes is that by coming on here, I can provide you with some sort of regular cadence of stories, perspective, insights that may connect with something in you that hopefully provides you with some level of encouragement, support, and... um, maybe getting even more of your own information about what's appropriate for you. So also it's fun. So thanks for being here. Here we are today. Hey, 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 what's happening January 27th, 2022. This is Betsy, it's Thursday. And uh, we're just—we're all taking it one step at a time, everybody. That's what I encourage to you. Feeling into each moment and seeing if we can say hello to what is. I'm out walking my dog Riley. It's about nine twenty, and uh, I attempted to record and um, started it anyway. It's an adventure with. Technology and you know walking in the dark in the neighborhood, trying to navigate while doing this. Let's see. Today I took Riley to the vet just for a regular checkup, um, and I she she gets very nervous going to the vet. We we actually switched vets. We're going to a new vet that she had never been to, and I sometimes have given. In the past, for certain appointments, I've given her some anxiety medication that keeps her calm. Um, We're going to get some calm puppy chews. I forget the name of it. We're going to try those. Um, Like CBD type stuff. More natural. Anyway, I took her there. And if she's going to the dentist or going to the vet that she knows of, she will not get out of the car. Even even with Trazodone. Um, she just doesn't want to get out. It's very heartbreaking. It's a hard, it's hard for everybody. Um, and we avoid going to the vet at all, if at all possible, uh, as a result, but it's a hard, it's a hard experience. And, you know, I took her to this new vet and I thought, okay, she doesn't know where we are. So this would be, this would be pretty good to start. And then I realized she might be seeing dogs coming out of the building and start figuring it out. And if she gets gets wind of this being a vet, she won't get out of the car. So I thought, as I wait out here in the parking lot, I will get her out of the car so we can just sit outside the car so that I won't have trouble getting her out. I got her out of the car. And then I realized she wasn't nervous, but it was kind of next to a busy street. She gets nervous about big trucks and loud noises like that, so I thought, oh, no. And I thought, I hope it's her turn soon. Well, it was her turn soon. But by that time, she really figured out where we were. And she was full-on shaking. So I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking, did I make the right decision? Should we have gotten out of the car? I'm, like, retracing my steps. And, you know, you do, you do this with your loved ones, right? Whether it's children, partner, family, parents, neighbors, friends, teammates. If you're in a situation of caring for someone... You're working on minimizing their pain and suffering as much as you can, right? So trying to navigate, like, what's going to be the most easeful for them? Well, she, when she gets to the point of that level of nervousness, she is super food motivated, but she will not really be interested in treats anymore. That's when, you know, it's gotten really bad. And, um, so she's shaking and I'm just holding her. I'm trying to calm her down. And then when, when the person came out to ask me the questions, we had a little chit-chat. Riley, let's go over to the trash. Okay, we gotta throw this away. Um, so do we have a little chit-chat. Riley, a little bit more. We gotta go over here. Good girl. Um, we have our little chit-chat. And then in order to get her in, she throws the brakes on. And I'm not gonna drag her, you know. It's she's 50 pounds. I mean, it's just it's traumatic, right? So, I just gently, I, I, do this thing. We have a routine where it's like, okay, this is where I'm gonna carry you. And I pick her up. She's looking at me right now. Good girl. Good girl. I'm gonna give you a treat, okay? Cause you're such a sit, sit. Um. So I pick her up, go in, and this has happened before. She's 50 pounds, so it's it's really a really good squat exercise for me. I get down, squat, lift her up. Then we come in the door, and then they say, we're going to weigh her. So I set her down the scale, but then I have to pick her up again to take her to the room. Well, I, I handed her off, and she went in. The whole time, I was a wreck. I'm in there worrying, how is she doing? Is she uncomfortable? They, you know, they were going to clip her nails, too, which she really doesn't like. It's better if I'm there because of COVID. You know, I'm not going in there. Come on let's go inside. Good girl. Take off your leash. Um, come on. Oh, door's locked. So goes in, um, the vet calls. Everything's good that I asked about. She needed some vaccinations. So we got that taken care of. And, um, then then everything was really fine. I mean, we, you know, do annual blood work to see how sure her health is and all that. And good girl, good girl. And then, you know, he said, okay, we're going to do a couple more of these things and then we'll be all set. and We'll bring her out. And she was the last one of the day, which made it kind of feel like, oh, gun, Oh, gun, Made it feel like a VIP kind of experience. And, um, so, basically, at that point, um, I'm sitting in the car just waiting another 15, 20 minutes for all that to happen. And then I got the worst stomach ache. I'm just sitting there just distressed and distraught. And, you know, this... And for context, like, this is a situation that is quite... Could be like a real regular life experience. I mean... Let's put it this way. Uh, I didn't want to go to school every day of second grade, so like, you know, I'm not feeling good. I don't want to go to school, and like, my parents are trying to figure out like what to do. Should they keep me going in that school? Should they take me out? You know. So, you know, I think that it's cold outside, so I'm not crying. I mean, I you know I will cry, no problem if it's if it's coming. Um, But it was cold out, so my nose is running a little. And um, I had a stomachache. And she came back. She was perky and happy, and I paid the bill, and then we got in the car, and she gave her some treats. She did great. And then, you know, did some kind of just talking with her and talking about what happened and how she was feeling and, you know, when she gets a vac- vaccine, sometimes she's a little subdued. Or uh, when we got home, she had some weird behavior. Like she jumped up on the counter towards her treats, which she never does. So, you know, just she's a little bit out of sorts. And I'm sure it was hard for her, you know. I mean, and I don't know. How they clipped her nails? How did they hold her? So I just was, you know, I'm feeling it all. And, um... I just am thinking about how when we have a situation where we're very activated like that or we're really feeling a lot of feelings and e- empathy and and we're in a caretaking role and we're observing the suffering or discomfort of someone we love and care about. Like how do we how do you hold space for that for yourself? What are the ways that you do or don't? I mean, I think in my life, and there's situations that you probably armor up to just get through, and that's very useful. There's other situations where maybe you create space for some gentleness for yourself. And um, I think both are important and useful. I think if we do one and not the other, that can get, that can be hard, right? If we're just like feeling it all all the time and we're not able to kind of like create some boundaries or you know or you know on the other end of the spectrum if we're just armoring up and we're not feeling into it that can be a hurt also. So I got home and um, Jen and I had a class because the vet thing took a lot longer than I thought. So I need I had part of the dinner made, so I finished the rest of the dinner, but we only had like 10 minutes to eat it before the class. So it kind of, everything felt rushed and, um, like, how do we create space for that? One of the things that I did was when I got home, as I said to Jen, I gave her the update about Riley's health and everything and how... We talked, you know, we talked with the vet and how did it go and all the things that we had talked about wanting to get checked and and the report from the doctor, and we felt really good about how it was handled. Um, And I told her, I said, I'm really distressed about it. Like, she's okay, but she, she got really nervous. She was shaking. And so I just walked her through what happened, and then my stomach hurt, and I was upset. I think just naming it was really important for me. And sometimes naming it for ourselves is, can be huge, naming it for others. And, um, and then also, you know, I had a client who I was talking to recently who chose not to share their vulnerability with someone that they knew wouldn't be able to give them empathy in the way they needed it. And I, you know, they were feeling really good about that. And I think that discernment developing that discernment is really can be really helpful you know to choose who you can, who you feel comfortable sharing that who will validate it and and give you empathy around it it's very natural and beautiful and you know recently i was talking about like this is an example of the love continuum that i experience of like that love and pain come on the same continuum right it's like it's distressing and anguishing sometimes to just witness someone's discomfort and to see our limitations of of preventing it. Now, you might be listening to this and saying to yourself, well, you could have not you could you you're, you might be thinking, Betsy, well, you could have just not taken her to the vet. Yeah, that that on one hand would have created this the distress of the appointment. You know She's 11 years old, so there may have been some distress on some other end. And that's what we just wanted to get her checked, make sure she's got everything that, that she needs and that she has her vaccines updated so that she can, if she needs to be boarded, if we're going to go anywhere, then she's ready. So just give yourself some love and compassion for all the ways that you show up for others and feel that empathy and... And just say hello to the times that you really armor yourself up to make it through and to go on to the next thing or take care of something that is deeply aligned with your values. And and also say hello to the times that you really acknowledge that it's hard and that how often our culture reinforces just moving on, getting over it, and pushing forward to the next thing. And that these, what seem like maybe kind of like what maybe seems in some ways like not big deal or this is like a thing we just have to experience. How that can be really invalidating is something that's significant that you're feeling. So our body's communicating to us all the time. It doesn't mean that I have to like, you know, clear my schedule for the next week. It's not really realistic. But if my body's telling me that maybe I maybe I would. My body's just telling me, Hello, I'm feeling upset about this and I give it a little bit of love and attention. So, sending you lots of love today for all the ways you love others and support them and, and you know, feel the pain of witnessing their suffering and do your best to minimize that and, and really honoring and acknowledging and respecting all the ways that, that that support is limited and that sometimes you just can't prevent it and how hard that is and heartbreaking and being with that feeling too. Sending you lots of love tonight and every day. Bye-bye.